<sighs> Mahogany. What? Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Terrence. Also what? And Franks. Like yes. <laughs> oh. And me. Valric, the one you never remember the name of. Huzzah! Who? Exactly. Only the most badass glass wizard. Last wizard? Glass. Oh, I do is cast fucking illusion shit. Yeah. And I'm good at it. <laughs> Don't be mad. Be mad how good I am at illusion. Okay. <laughs> he said with a mouthful of food as a professional does in these, these audio circumstances. <laughs> There's smashmallow cinnamon churro marshmallows. I can't resist. Yeah. Like mostly, be mostly because I didn't eat supper. And whose fault is that? The Witcher. Mm. <laughs> you should have no, been can, done with that. You could also you know, eat some and of watch us television have, at the same time. <laughs> some of us have jobs, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jeff works. But Jeff, I, I can look at Jeff and I can tell that's a man that understands he can watch TV and eat a sandwich at the same time. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> you could also you could also watch TV at his job. I, I drive for a living, and uh, that's that's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself but a nice phone holder. Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch fucking The Witcher on a three inch screen. That's ridiculous. Get, Get yourself you a bigger VR phone. Goggles. <laughs> I'm driving, you dumbass. Seriously, you've you gone poke, too far. You poke one eye out of the VR headset yeah. so you can still see the road. And now you've got AR goggles. Huh? Alternate rea um, augmented reality. Augmented reality. reality. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, you just watch it as a HUD. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. just, uh, oh, my God. Jennifer's tits are coming around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Like, just. Why with the Yennefer? Why not just say Jennifer? Why? Why? Poland. Because Yump and Yemeni, that's how it's pronounced over there. So <laughs> it's spelled with a Y. What's the uh, bard's name in the show? Uh, Dandelion or Dandelion, depending on who you are. No, that's the video game in the book. In the show, they just totally, they named him something else. I never remember it, though. Pickle Dick. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jeff. You know. Oh. Uh, you don't know? I don't no. think anybody actually calls him by whatever the show calls. No, him. they they spend a whole lot of time calling him by his name in this newest season anyway. No, I mean like any any of the viewers, fans or reviewers. Oh yeah. <laughs> like no one ever actually calls him by what the Jaskier. Show calls him. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> Is Yaskier with a Y? Another that's with Y a J. name? Like like yeah. That's a J. Jaskier. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's a cool name. But yeah, the, even the internet's like Jaskier or Dandelion or Dandelion, depending on where you come from. Where does uh, the Dandelion like who? I think who? it just like depends on which audiobook version you've heard first. Mm. Like <laughs> I feel like the person just misread the name at first it's and like, then decided to run. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not re-recording all of that. I don't know. It kind of sounds cool. <laughs> I mean, and, if it's no. Dandelion sounds, sounds cooler, cooler than, than dandelion. Yeah, it sounds yeah. cooler than a flower. Lion. 
Yeah. <laughs> maybe in- we're mispronouncing dandelion. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what's happening. A bouquet of dandelions for you. <laughs> I mean, it sounds more like I would I would actually be like, oh, you got me dandelions. How how kind of yeah. you. <laughs> Think of other flower names. Uh Tulip. Uh, baby's breath or Babyiz breathe. <laughs> Pansy. <laughs> Posy. Daisy. Mm-hmm. Rose. Orchids. There's, there's some there's Ooh, orchids are nice. Reeking skunk. Or as flower. I like to call them, orchids. Orchids. Yeah. And of course, the lotus. Lotus is so pretty as well. I was trying to pick on this one's name, Hatchinith, but I, I, oh, I the know Hyacinth? this. That was the lady's name in, oh, what was that um, show? Uh, Not uh, Are You Being Served, but the um, other one. Keeping Up Appearances. Keeping Up Appearances. Hyacinth Bucket. Bouquet. <laughs> Bucket. They named this one after that uh, Dragon Ball Z villain, Frieza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Frieza. <laughs> no. No, that's how you say it, isn't it? No. I think it's Frisia. <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> Animon. Anemone? No, wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's an anemone. What is that? It's a flower. It's a temperate loving flower with a sturdy construction and it's tendency probably... towards vibrant, long lasting flowers. Oh. It's probably yeah, a nimone. Yeah, I'm there's guessing. Another, uh, we had uh, some flower bed that was super hardy at my house when I was growing up. Was it and it had a weird name that was like that, but I can't remember what it was. And this was a pointless waste of time with yeah, Frakes. You're welcome. <laughs> I think it's funny story, because it's, I love how you tell it. I feel like a lot of this stuff is just like pronounced differently <laughs> elsewhere. And people are like, finally, you're saying it right. You know, <laughs> change your name like nickname aluminium. Uh, dead end dirt roads. <laughs> hey, dead end dirt roads is how I learned to drive a stick shift mm-hmm. when I was twelve. Hey, I learned have... to drive stick when I was nine, in the same way. Well, actually, it was like Slam. a former former Big Lots parking lot. <laughs> when I hit when I hit thirteen, <laughs> my dad was like, "All right, here's the keys." get lost and he just sent me out to drive the back roads in a 1985 toyota pickup truck stick shift that's fun it was it was a blast i had a great childhood and i don't know why i ever complained about it adulthood <laughs> it sounded sucks. like a complaint yeah no 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 that was it was wonderful i loved it i loved yeah, every minute of it maybe toker's just saying you have a whiny voice yeah it <laughs> sounded bad I, it's probably because I'm half distracted. Yeah, you're not paying attention. Because I'm a professional. Yeah. So you're half distracted to, by professionalism. I got taught to shame my brother and his friend because my mother was teaching them how to drive stick and neither of them could get it. And she was like, I bet you mahogany can get it. That'll make you feel bad. <laughs> and I did. And it did. Well, look at me. I didn't even learn to drive fucking stand, uh, like, like fucking automatic till I was like seven, nearly seventeen. Like, I just did not want to go yeah. and drive. 
when uh, when I first learned how to drive, I, I panicked because I got stalled out on a hill while my dad was teaching me how to drive and a car was coming around these backwood dirt road. And I started freaking out because, you know, my car's across the road and there's another car coming. So obviously this is going to be a big problem. And I started crying and weeping and freaking the hell out. And my dad just leaned over and open hand slapped me in the face and it snapped me right out of it. And he's like, put the car in drive and go. And I did just that and drove off. And I'd never really considered how much I needed a slap to the face before that happened. Right. Your father, your Pro father child abuse. <laughs> no, no. Father, no. I clearly knew something about you that we needed, like, probably to know as well. Just, you know. I mean, yeah. Sometimes I, you, when somebody's panicking, sometimes you just got to wallop them one. No, I meant hit you off as well. I, the lesson I was drawing for. Okay, never mind. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we were playing a game, I believe. Like we yeah. attempted it last time. Last year. <laughs> it was technically last year. Yep. You were technically correct. Because the timelines are weird between Patreon and non-Patreon. We're recording this on New Year's Day. Huzzah. Twenty twenty two, just in case that's yeah, important. Yeah. Good, good call on that, Mahogany. It is. Uh, good job on that name of the date. All right. <laughs> i just hope that like of all the fractal noise that's coming off this planet i hope aliens hear this show because of Why? all the details we're giving them about the dates and um shows we watch and how to say flower names no oh, you, you think we're, we're giving too much away for the alien no conquerors? i think we're giving so away they know our weaknesses yeah, yeah yeah they know they know our, our, they our, <laughs> they'll think they blend in like somebody who learned <laughs> everything about a culture from watching their shit from ages ago mm-hmm. they'll learn that no matter what you say there's already some idiot who said it wrong too <laughs> it's pronounced shamaleon it's what? like if you don't get the language just try and people will be like good job good job yeah. yes nah, I, exactly I, what you're saying oh you're from you're from up north is what they'll say mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, where's that accent no, from? Here, yeah, they'll come here from with a southern accent. <laughs> and I We're here to welcome, conquer y'all's planet. <laughs> I welcome our alien overlords. You would. I would. Maybe they'll get it right. <laughs> I just well, hope whatever whatever they bring to the planet, um, at least I hope the fast food is at least good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the uh if if aliens exist, and I'm sure they do, in some capacity out there somewhere, and they've made it to Earth, and they don't immediately just go, eh, fuck that, and keep going like we're south of the border, um, <laughs> then they're not bringing anything fun to this planet. There is a whole Ella Fitzgerald song about that, actually. <laughs> is it really? Really? <laughs> about aliens coming to Earth going, ugh, and leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Tell sure us they would. More. It's probably because that's what happened. <laughs> it happens every year. We just yeah. don't know it. Some <laughs> other was... some other species is like, no, we're gonna go see what's up. And they're like, okay, man, if you want to, yeah. I'm warning you though, roll your windows up. <laughs> <laughs> Lock the door. <laughs> A lot of debris yeah. around that planet. Wash your don't hands. Don't stay too long. Wash. You might get infected. Yeah, wash your hands. <laughs> 
Oh my all god. Nine have y'all seen have y'all seen the global image of just the fucking trash circling our planet? It's it sucks. We yeah, look no, we're, like trash people. Yeah, yeah, we're the trailer park of the fucking galaxy. We, we've got That's like cars on blocks. Force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we should just that, put a car on blocks in orbit just to fucking like stamp. We have. We have. It's a Tesla. Oh, that's right. It's already up there. That. No, 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 that's no, right. No. You already um, put a car on blocks. So this is what's, what's happening is we don't know that in the universe there's property values. And the humans <laughs> are placed in on planets that seem nice, but we need to bring that property value down. <laughs> so they, they, they drop pod humans on this planet. And then it's like, oh, it was vibrant and green. And the animals all had the circle of life thing going on. But then we dropped these guys in. And now it's covered in just there's just nuts and bolts to all their fucked up shit floating around <laughs> the outside of the planet and then you know the real estate galaxy lord comes in and goes Ugh, you know <laughs> sell that to someone else and then that someone else goes ha ha i saved a gazillion quadrilops on <laughs> time to gentrify <laughs> that stupid planet and, uh, I feel like this has been a movie that I've watched. Where you mean like, All right. someone comes by and buys the planet and turns us into the space highway? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like comes in and is just like, "All right, well, you know, thanks for helping us out. Now you gotta go. And you gotta go. <laughs> thanks for helping us assimilate, helping us, you know, figure out what was happening here. Now you got to go. Yeah. What if we are just the terraforming force that some pre-retirement alien extra dimensional being or whatever was just like all right let's seed it with some humans they'll get it to the right perfect temperature for our retirement home and then we'll just wipe them out well actually they'll do that themselves mm-hmm. you know you know how hard it is in. to get an environment filled with co2 and microplastics it takes forever we're letting the humans do it. yeah seriously you got better we're the invasive species that gets rid of uh you know unwanted elements oh don't worry there's thousands of years where they poison themselves to death on lead utensils <laughs> idiots <laughs> give them fire see what happens <laughs> i feel like they must have snuck that whole mercury in the hats thing to mm-hmm. us though like, i don't feel like we could have come with that one on our own mercury and hats yeah, that's why mad. That's why Hatter's disease is a thing, is because they used to like, I don't know why they take mercury and like polish the inner hat bands of hats. And it was also part of the felting process. Yeah, yeah, part of the felting process. That's right. But yeah, the, you know these 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 guys that make hats would just be all fucking, you know, after several years of this, just mad nuts, <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah, just bonkers, that shit crazy, crazy ape shit bonkers. <laughs> Mad as a hatter. Yeah, the mad hatter is in fact a social archetype and not just something whimsical. Oh. What all? It's not whimsical anymore. No. Now the March hare, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the whimsy kind of gets taken out of it when you realize, oh, they're just making fun of somebody with like Tourette's and shit. <laughs> yeah, this is ableism in the book. <laughs> It's like there's that uh, there's this girl on TikTok that does uh, all the nursery rhymes, and while they're actually dark and disturbing, so it's her coming in at first, all happy, like singing "Ring Around the Rosie," then it cuts to like a serious her going, you know what "Ring Around the Rosie" is, right? 
Oh, the plague. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And why did they all fall down, you think? Think oh, about God. what you're saying. Why did they all fall down? It comes back to her and just be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I just wanted a happy song. Yeah, fuck your happiness. That song's about <laughs> death. Now, speaking of nursery rhymes, Winnie the Pooh is in the public domain. We can do whatever perverted thing we want to him now. No. And here's yeah. a picture now. I was, <laughs> never wanted to pervert uh perverse corrupt winnie the pooh and I, I just never gave a shit enough about him i know but I, I i was serious when i was talking on discord earlier about the hundred acre wood making making an interesting site for an adventure mm. there's a guy that's already started uh well not started started but he drew uh he draws uh he, he like does alternate universes of popular things Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he did one with uh, it's uh, Calvin and Hobbes but Mad Max and That's like true. it looks really cool but their new nemesis is the other man of, of imagination and it's Christopher evil Christopher Robbins with an evil Winnie the Pooh That's their arch and nemesis so I was like that's actually really I'd like to read that comic yeah but those like those are things we could not use though and actually publish. No, because he's probably basing them on the actual copyrighted designs of Disney and uh, what's his Bill Watterson. But I mean, he's not actually making a comic book. He just does these videos. Oh yeah, I know the fan art stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Everything's fun. We're all we're all here for fun. And speaking of fun, let's uh, let's get back into the dungeon, shall we? Oh yeah, we're here to play Pathfinder. Yeah, and I got to get up at three thirty. So chop chop. Oh yeah. You didn't just say that when we started off with the truck driving conversation. You I said this like an hour ago. I was like, mm-hmm. where's Jeff? I got to get up at 3.30 in the morning. Nah, we don't listen to you until the record button hits. Yeah, and you got to remind me sometimes when I start digressing. Because I do love the sound of my own voice. Yeah, but I'm so used to tuning you out. It's <sighs> None of us listen to each other. Because we uh... suck. After, after, after you... <laughs> illustrious dungeon master i say illustrious because i don't know what it means good <laughs> i'm sure deep down it's something terrible but um did i just cut it myself off okay no, you're here we all right you. uh so all right so uh yeah, let's go over to the map shall we when we last left off you guys had uh rather handily defeated a 30 foot long centipede and looted its corpse Going into the room beyond, uh, where you found it's just a rubble-strewn mess where the centipede had burrowed in through the walls of the dungeon. Let's see. If somebody wants to move over there, which way will you be going? There is a pathway to the north and, of course, a pathway to the south. Is it metagaming to zoom the map way out to see which one has more rooms to cover? Um, uh, if you feel like doing that. I did. Can I do a dungeoneering check to get a feel for which way might be the most treasureful. No, I no, feel no. as if we already went into the room to the... Mm-mm. This was the last room we were in. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I, this I, room I, over I, here. Got you, got you, got you. And here. Does 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 there appear to be a, a more trodden path in any direction? Well, it's hard to tell with all the rubble. Uh, if somebody wants to make a investigation, is that skill in this game shit perception dungeon perception yeah perception check to try and suss that out i'll do that 26 to assist 
I will assist. Then a 28. Uh, after moving a bit of rubble and checking out the floors, you can tell that a lot of the traffic that has moved through here has moved through the south uh, path. Um, but otherwise, the floors seem fairly well trod here. Like I said, it's stone, but someone inhabited this place for a pretty long time. So you can tell where the, the, the places people walk have been worn down, where the doors open and close out. Mm-hmm. most frequently I say north on the map all right the road less traveled mm-hmm. well that's that's what brought us down this way is the um we saw which way looked like the dragon had passed through the most because you know dragons like to sit on their horde doubtful that they would want other people other humanoids to be traipsing all over the path to their their horde so yeah i'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you on the north side check that door for traps 25 26 25. 27 28 29 30. you find that there is indeed a trap on but given your keen observation and, of course, your ability to discern what has gone on before, you're guessing that it can be easily disarmed by someone with the right glyphs and the right passwords. Zarius, I think this might be a, a job for your hand key. Your key hand. I don't know the password. Then you might have to fake it, which would be either a disabled device or use magic device. Okay, I'll go open door. Okay. <laughs> open sesame. Are you roll and use a magic device? Yeah. Okay, give us a roll. Math face. Uh, no. no. Uh, 16. 16? Actually, um, you, you mutter a few draconic phrases under your tongue, and you think you've come across like something that sounds similar enough to what needs to be said. You, you do the Klaatu Verata <coughs> and the door clicks open without a problem. <laughs> yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> off in the distance, you hear a chainsaw sound reverberating off a large chin for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I said your words. I said them. Maybe I didn't get every last syllable just right. Anyway. <laughs> But yes, you open the door opens itself and reveals a short hallway leading to the uh, north and which immediately cuts off, uh, switches off to the right. I will stealth forward and check for traps as I go. All right, give me the rolls. My stealth is insane. Of. Is this dim light or darkness? Uh, it is darkness in here. Like, unless you guys have brought light with you, there is nothing in this hallway. 37 on my oh. stealth. Okay, okay. Uh, Perception. You... Okay. 21. 21. Not as great. Too busy hiding to look around. All right. Uh, as you move up to the edge of the hallway, look around the corner, you can see that it extends further um, down to the right and off to the left. Uh, but you can see that the left path is a stairway going upward. 
or the north path is a stairway going up sorry my mm. brain my brain automatically adjusts <laughs> for whatever way i'm facing and even if i'm the... not actually facing it fair enough uh what's at the end of the, the hall there uh a turn to the south <laughs> okay just a turn a turn back down to the south yeah I suggest we keep going north. What's that old saying? Put one shoulder to the wall and just stick with it while you can. Mm. Yeah, you might be right. <clears throat> All right. Get to here. Oh. Obligatory trip check. Yeah. 28. Nothing seems to be particularly outstanding about the stairwell. It's just a quick one flight, 10 foot uh, um, climb. I'll hop up it. Okie dokie. When you get up there, let me get to my eraser. There you go. The hallway here. There you go. God damn it. I should have done this a little better, but fine they can't see it i can see it yeah so can i there's fog of war that won't go away and it should <laughs> hold on you're terrible at this ah oh, jesus didn't go anywhere all right but anyway damn yeah. you free program you see a hallway with a lot of doors and pathways ahead of you oh all right guys it's a whole bunch of doors my gut tells me we could probably bypass all this shit. <laughs> Are we here lo lo looking for treasure and shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're here for the, the big, the big hall. But yeah. it's possible that he broke his hoard up into smaller pieces. But uh, I mean, the curiosity inherent to all goblins makes me go up to this door here and check it for traps. There you all go. Right. That's pretty the, the curiosity inherent in goblins reveals to you a what with numerically um that is a 33 <clears throat> 33 um this let's see yeah this room um is not trapped but it is locked and you can actually see inside of it through a, a small window of iron bars. It looks like it's filled with stone figures. Detect magic. Hmm? All right, you're going to move up there, detect magic? Yeah. All right, you detect magic. Let's see. You detect some magical auras definitely coming from inside the area. Three, in fact. Well, most most of the effigies in here are crude and humanoid shapes and largely broken, uh, creating a room filled with um, rubble. You see three kind of hulking figures that are giving off an aura of magic. They are stock still, but definitely radiating uh, an aura of transmutation. I will tell everybody what I see. Do you concentrate on the, your detect spell to, to hone in on if it's coming from the creature in general or if it's coming off any 
uh, items they might possess? Um, I'll just tell you now that, that as you scan the room, the, the, the hulking forms themselves seem to be the only real powerful sources of magic being radiated here. Are there any other doors in the room that we can uh, see nope. through the bars? Mm-mm. Let's bypass uh, this. One. Let me reveal the shape of the room real quick. Yeah. Transmutation. That's the one that um, changes go. things from one thing to another thing, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. What kind of creatures are they with, um, that are turned to stone? A knowledge check. Who has dark vision? You have dark vision? Yes. Like all of us all do. Right. Yes. All right. Well, then roll dark vision with the knowledge arcana. Arcana. <laughs> Sorry. I, I've had like an entire bottle of champagne. Oh, Southern accent alien. You've revealed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I rolled a one. Nope. I rolled a. 32. 32. 33, 34, sorry. All right. Uh, if you were to hazard a guess, and it would be a well-educated guess, lady outside, what mm. you're looking at is a, a, a studio of sorts for, for building guardian constructs, particularly gargoyle guardians, not real live gargoyles, which are generally chaotic and flesh-hungry, even though they don't actually digest the flesh, but creatures designed specifically to sit on top of um, buildings for centuries waiting for intruders. Construct gargoyles. <laughs> mm. Mm. I relay all of that information to the crew. All right, then. Point taken. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Check the next door for traps. What do you say, pansy wizard that's following us around whose name I cannot remember? Mm, Pod. Pod. Demelmach. Yes, that's Demelmach. That's what's in the room. Well, if there are constructs, there is probably a way to control them, but I don't know if I want to go rooting around in there with three of them active. Well, all right. Moving on, then. All right. Yeah, we can always come back to these guys later after after this place is thoroughly Se- searched. Secured. And who yeah. knows, once we find the horde itself, we may find the control objects. Usually these things are linked together. My to some sort of precisely. talisman, ring, stave, thing, something like that. All right. The next door is a... 27, checking 20, for traps. 27, checking or for traps. Or if there's a window, I want to peek through, like if there's when there is no, any of these doors. There is no window on this door. And in fact, this door seems to be of um, a rather impeccable shape. The The wood itself is polished. The brass on it, while dusty, is, is, um, is fine and well cast. The door itself is basically a... An, uh, an art piece. The the wood it is carved out of has strange or has um elaborate knotwork uh embossing carved into it. It is something that invites intrigue and interest. All right, do I notice anything with it that 27? Uh you do not see the a door handle, one. Mm-hmm. Two. Uh, you do not notice, you do not think it is trapped, but it is obviously some sort of puzzle. 
there is a definite like pattern there you see carefully intricately and cleverly uh carved areas where the wood and and brass fittings can slide move about something a pattern seeker might be able to help out with something a pattern seeker could yes uh possibly solve then pardon me i'll move up and take a gander at it please do i don't do puzzles very well Neither does the the player, but the character's good at them. That's all right. This isn't necessarily a puzzle. This is a actual puzzle puzzle, not necessarily a like brain teaser or mm. um, like riddle. It is in fact just a rote test of intelligence to try and figure out. It's Rubik's cube style kind of problem solving. Okay. So what kind of check would that be? It would either have to be an intelligence check or an architecture and engineering, I'd say, go for that. Um, Not a disabled device? Disabled device, but uh, disabled device will pretty much kind of break the lock. You're guessing. You can't, unless you're extremely careful, you would have to... Disable device is the harder check because it is there just simply to disable something instead of solving. I got things. 25 on knowledge engineering. Oh, okay. That helps. <laughs> All right, fine. While you're looking over, Zarius begin reaches his arm over your shoulder and begins sliding pieces of wood around. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> and, and presses a uh, brass fitting, and you hear a click, and the door opens. Wasn't sure if you had knowledge engineering. I don't, but I'm a pattern seeker. And I was I was gonna ask if it would be an intelligence check. But that's that's fine. You just just jump in and roll a dice, why don't you? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, the door opens, and you guys can smell the um the the telltale the smell of uh of decaying paper that not 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 moldy or musty, but just have that that. That just hint of it that all libraries seem to have that that smell of ink and um, parchment, leather and whatnot. This place, this room before you, seems to be a private library. And you can see as the door opens, the all the all the little lamps inside flicker on. There is no reading tables or desks. It is simply just a room with twenty-foot-high uh, walls. All of them wrapping around the area with bookshelves. It's those things that put thoughts in your head. Uh, hidden library. If you're going to mm-hmm. detect magic anywhere, this seems like a good place to do it. Mm. Now, I like the sound of that, says Pod. May I? May Please. we? <laughs> well, then, yes, of course. What am I paying you for? Please secure the room. I'll be in right after you. Mm-hmm. Jib. <laughs> well, I can also detect magic. Yeah, I think everybody but Jib can. <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> so yes, I do detect magic. All right, you detect magic. Some of the tomes, indeed, are giving off subtle, subtle magical auras. A lot of it is protective magics, of course, things to keep books in good shape as they age. But you have to get a little closer inside to. to to discern the true nature of what you're looking at. And uh, Jeb will be checking for traps as we go in, just in case. I'll follow him in and assist. 
Thanks. <laughs> I needed that. So it's going to be... Twenty-six. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight with the assist. All right. Um, you feel a gust of air in this room. The air here smells particularly fresh, unusually so, even with its um kind of bookish aroma. Um you <laughs> you see that some of the like the, the lit candles kind of flicker. And, and waver around. But you don't actually see anything. There's no traps, per se. And there's there, nothing, no threat there, that I perceive? You, you perceive there is something here, but you can't really make out what it is. Rapier out. Something's here, but I can't quite tell what it is, but there is a presence in this room. Anybody else going in? Um, I was wondering if I had if I had see invisibility preps, but I do not. Um, so I will just cast invisibility on myself and walk in behind Jeb and give my own perception. Uh, All right. Oh, hell yeah. A 19 on the die. Uh, so that's a 20, 34. So 35. On your perception or invisibility? Or on your hide? Oh, no, I didn't roll stealth. I just made invisible and walked into the room normally. That's a, that's a 35 perception. Okay. Uh, my stealth is, I mean, even walking, it's still a plus 20, right? Ooh, let me see. Let me check something here. All right. Um, you actually do catch sight of something. It's just a vague shimmer of air, uh, a faint ripple. You, It feels like you're looking at just something like a vaguely humanoid protrusion, but it moves <laughs> as as you notice it. It stops moving and disappears utterly. Hmm. Any kind of knowledge check I could do off the glimpse I got off of it? Sure. Do you have knowledge planes? Somewhat. 20. Knowledge. Let's see. 20, 20, 20. Um, it is a plus 10 with a 10 on the die. Okay. Um, I'm afraid that is not enough. You're, you're, you're drawing a blank. I'll quietly uh, describe it to those around. We are not alone in here. This is what the creature looks like. So, Blade moves up. Can I roll planes? Sure. From his vague description. Really that vague. is a natural 20 <laughs> for 38. All right. Uh, you realize this room is probably the domain, or at least the prison, of an aerial servant. A fairly powerful elemental spirit. Uh, oh. generally bound to an area for both protection and their ability to help out. So my amulet would be going nuts. Would be uh, yes, I guess it would be. I'm sorry, I forgot about your amulet. Yes, it it's, uh, begins glowing the... What, what was the color for? A, um, uh, air elementals? 
Blue? Air. Green? I don't remember. Probably white. Yeah. And it is white, yes. Okay. So yeah, your amulet does give off a white glowish glow, but nothing it's not like giving off alarm bells yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's only within sixty feet too. So yeah, you're you're well within sixty feet within your if you're in the room. Mm, air elemental seems like. You know that aerial servants are usually not necessarily like uh super happy with any kind of servitude they're they're stuck in. Do you but speak they, that, that language, Mahogany? Uh what is the language for this air elementals? I'm gonna say probably thing. not. But uh, let's see. Orin. Uh, Orin, that's right. So I know it shows languages in two places. Let me just check because one shows more than the other. Under okay. personal. Personal is the one that shows more. Okay, yeah. then no. no I do not. Either. Abyssal and Aklo and Common and Draconic and Dwarven and Elven and Giant and Ignan and Infernal and Sekfroth and Undercommon, <laughs> but not whatever, not Orin. Sorry. I also don't speak its language. <clears throat> uh, but here's what you know from the it, your your previous knowledge check. I'm sorry, not no, okay. uh, It uh, <laughs> it is a pretty pretty dangerous opponent. It is naturally invisible. It has both a constrict and smother attack. It can summon blasts of wind. And um, it also can do sneak attacks. <laughs> Natural invisibility, you say? Oh, yes. So I'm going to take a gamble here. Uh, because it was a dragon that, that ran this place, maybe this servant would understand Draconic. So I'm going to try and appease it with... Uh, a diplomacy check. Good call. Um, Draconic. Uh, we are just simple adventurers, Master Air Spirit. We mean no harm, only information. And I got a um, 29. All right. Um, as, as you finish speaking, the, the you see like uh like loose bits of paper and you and like the the light begins to flicker as wind picks up around the room the creature is roused by your talking but you hear a combination of strange words most of you don't understand with a with a pigeon dialect of common mm. Mm. <laughs> speak speak words That sure. guy just tell me to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> speak words, you damn foreigners. <laughs> Get out of my yard. <laughs> uh, did we lose Jeff? I haven't heard from him. Oh, there he is. Is there? Is he there? No, because I don't. I don't want to step in on anybody again. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was just like, hey, I'm a pattern seeker. I could finish this out. And Jeff went, boom, I rolled a dice. Fuck you. We're getting in. <laughs> Are you a better diplomacier than I am? No, but I will raise my hand and go, 
as the new Lord of the Keep stand down. Oh, yeah. Um, In Draconic. <laughs> I forget that. You, you, you hear a cr- the crude mashup of Auron and, and common words again. Forgive, Master. No understand. Speak English, he said. In in common, then. <laughs> I will speak it. <laughs> okay. Um, the, the, now the, uh, the, the wind in here kind of dies down a little and says, Ah, of course, my lord. What book would you like to read today? Spell books. <laughs> Spell books, of course. Um, you see the wind whip up in the room again, and several books begin pulled off the shelf. The first one is a basic spelling primer in common. Another, a basic spelling primer, primer in Auron. Other, another is a basic spelling primer in... Magic spell books. Uh, the books fly back to their <laughs> reflective spaces <laughs> on the shelves, and several other books begin flo- uh, flowing in, in through the air and land in front of you. These books are indeed... Uh, of the more familiar kind of spell tome variety. They, if, if you pick any of them up, they have, of course, the typical kind of wizardly chicken scratch personal, uh, personal notations that you probably have to spend a little while trying to figure out. But uh, some of them, as you thumb through, Give uh, certainly have spells of at least the six sphere within them. Mm. I go start. I, I want to search the room and see if there's any other interesting non spell books that are magical. All right, give us a look. So, like, this whole room 30 is just for these books, huh? It's called yes. a library. Called Library. Where I'm from, it's a library. <laughs> Libera, library. Library. <laughs> I always right, thought so it was library. The library. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did hear a lot of that growing up. But um, the as you search around the the various shelves, <laughs> look, standing your tiptoes, looking high on uh, on the shelves with your magical um, senses attuned. You can see there are indeed beyond the the protective spells. Some of the books are radiating some fairly keen magic. Oh, Dracana. Uh, sure. Or I could just point them out and let Lady Outside do it, since she's much better at that than I. <laughs> okay, whatever. Arcana. Let's some see. Of the, some of them are a little beyond your reach, but if you ask the servant, they they will come oh, down. Well, I'll to point your them hand. out to them, and no, right, then they immediately float down to your hand as you point them out. I don't know what your I need to do is, them. but your spellcraft is the one that I know is really high. Uh, they are the same. Both plus 18. Um, Never mind them. I'll be quiet. <laughs> I mean, I, I I knew they were close, but I didn't know that. Anyway, um, yeah. so that's a 30. Oh, geez, okay. I don't know if I'm doing them individually or as a group. That's a 30. Alright, so. Ugh. Hold on. Let me get my... My library notes. 
my library hmm. notes. Uh, one book you can identify rather easily. Um, this is a custom item, so I'm just giving it giving to you off what I already know about it. Somebody write it down. It appears to be a treatise on combat. It offers a number of um, interesting martial arts techniques in addition to uh, improved uh, edged weapon techniques. Surviving edged weapons. Yes. <laughs> it teaches you how to survive edged weapons and uh, put down uh, enemy cultists. I'm going to put this one in my personal library. This is important. <laughs> how many lives do you see? But you could tell that it has uh, the ability to confer secret knowledge on one person who is able to study the book, granting them a bonus combat feat, as long as it applies to martial arts or edge weapons. <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, not or, or can be applied to martial arts or edge weapons. But you got to be able to read it, huh? Well, yeah, you have to be able to read, and but it is mostly written in common. I mean, I'm not illiterate. You're just an idiot. Uh, you don't need this. I just don't like books. They're boring. But that sounds kind of neat. Next. It's Next. Full of, full of pictures. I have to trans make it a book on tape for him. Look at these fighting manuals. All right. Sorry. I feel like a fight manual would have to be mostly photos, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of it is uh, etchings and drawings yeah. of like something. So, yeah. It's another one of those Trizit books, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says, uh, written by R.A. Salvatore, this magical book console, uh, confers to you the ability to describe combats in ponderously long ways. Rust, <laughs> stab, it's all in the mind. Edgelord, <laughs> the manual. Edgelord. <laughs> yes, this is the Tome of the Edgelord. Let's call it that from now on. Uh, <laughs> Um, the most obvious, obviously valuable item in this, this hoard of magical books is a Tome of Understanding, plus one. Mm. Uh, uh, which is, uh, <laughs> it provides uh, tips for improving instincts and perceptions, but entwined with the words or powerful magical effects, anyone that reads the book, which makes, uh, <laughs> which takes a total of 48 hours over a minimum of six days, gains an inherent bonus of plus one to their wisdom score. Hmm. A very valuable book. That's pretty dope. Hmm. So just a combat feat, huh? Just one combat feat. The um, uh, other books like this uh, seem to be present as well. Like there are numerous books on philosophy and natural natural sciences and magic and things like that. But apparently, the dragon had a taste for books about the violence. And the of the five books that you detected that are inherently magical in and of themselves, only the Tome of Understanding has really anything to do with the mind. And the other three? <laughs> All right. Most of these are things, again, that I have made up for this particular dungeon. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. All right, so who wants to take these notes real quick? I'm on it. All right. In addition to the Tome of the Edgelord, I guess, since I never bothered to actually name that one. And Tome <laughs> of Understanding. Yeah, and the Tome of Understanding. Uh, up next is the one. 
Why start the sentence? Up next, hold on. Why start the sentence to Boston Midway? Is that because I like beer? Because I like the taste of beer. It's an Oktoberfest that we had in our fridge. Mm, it's very. Jesse brought it to me. Uh, <laughs> He heard how upset you were that he watched all these cool movies without you, so he brought you a single beer to make up for it. Now you know that's that's how I know he loves me. Mm-hmm. Aw, yep. That's why y'all are family now. Family. <laughs> oh God. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Do that. <laughs> y'all have sex. I mean, yeah, that, but. <laughs> family sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're just making it weird, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Technically, it's that was sense. the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, the, the, the time I was at the base last night while well, my 24, they were doing this fucking, I don't know, marathon of fucking Fast and Furious movies, but they were like the end area fast and furious movies oh. where it's all sci-fi and you can't tell and you don't know what the fuck's going on you're driving cars in space and shit yeah and then <laughs> you, but you know everything's about family, family. <laughs> <laughs> felix in space <laughs> and vin diesel like fucking i don't know leading a heat-seeking missile across an ice flow hitting a fucking submarine Charlie's Theron getting blown up. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's all about family. It's anyway, all about the, family and cars. Right. Anyway, the, the third book. Family by Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's mostly <laughs> pictures too. <laughs> it's called The Book of the Brute. And it's basically a, um, a treatise on how to not necessarily improve your health, but improve your stamina. Reading this book will grant you a one uh, a plus one bonus to your hit point equal to your current level. Oh. And it'll add four inches to your member. <laughs> um, I feel like... Isn't that yeah. just like the toughness feat for free? No, it's it's something you'll have to decide on whether you have it's it's something that you have to decide on whether you want to use now or later. Oh, because once it, it's done, it's done. Yeah, once you've used this, it is done. Mm. So you're gonna <laughs> either get eight hit points, nine hit points, ten hit points. Or don't use it ever and hold on to it until <laughs> until it's until too late. Which is, yeah. which is what I tend to do in most most things. How much can, is that worth? Yeah, can I read it all as a standard action? And use it as a health potion. <laughs> this takes a this takes a full day to read. What if I read everything but that last page? Yeah, just say save the last three sentences. Just t- eight, just like eight temporary hit points every day. That's just, just, just yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it ends. No spoilers. All right, book four is the book of swift consumption. Tell me more. Uh, this book uh, teaches you how to, um, in ancient times where in, in empires of plenty, they would have these elaborate contests where people would gather and see who can eat the most, the fastest. This book teaches you how to consume consumable magic items as a, um, as a swift action. 
I thought it was going to be about tuberculosis. <laughs> tuberculosis, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what made me laugh. <sighs> that's kind of cool, though. So, you know, guzzling down a, a potion as a swift. Mm-hmm. You have prices for these guys? Just out of curiosity. I'm I'm tagging them around the same price as any kind of weird feat. So about okay. twenty thousand gold each. Well, that's the number I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I was like, let him watch him say twenty thousand, and sure enough. <laughs> All right, we and have to sell, we have to sell these at half price, or would it work like rubies and we get them at full price? <laughs> half price. No. <laughs> so ten thousand of these. Yeah, so we'd rather use them. Mm-hmm. And lastly, the fifth potion um, is book. right. Sorry, the fifth book. <laughs> I have drank a lot of potion myself today. I don't know. If yeah, know. between every other word, we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> and the next book, swig. I'm going to keep a, a total of how many silent seconds I cut out of this episode. Just <laughs> for the listener, imagine every pause you hear is a is a sip or a guzzle, depending yeah. on the length. Or if he's like he's actively talking. There's beer going in that hole. Yeah. It's like he's playing a drinking game with himself. Anytime he gets to a punctuation mark, he drinks. No, it's not punctuation. It's in between every punctuation mark. How many times can I drink? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. it is. All right. And the last puzzle is the puzzle of the grasshopper's dance. Oh, sorry. The puzzle? Oh, sorry. Is the, the tome of the grasshopper's dance. This book allows you to learn how to leap like a grasshopper. It, le- it allows you to make running jumps from standing still and act as if your height were four times its normal, um, its, its current size. Hmm. That sounds like vinegar. Basically, basically it increases your vertical leap by times four, maximum vertical leap by times four. And allows you to make those leaps without jumping, without running. So I just want to point out that the character that said the most boring room at this whole place is happening now has the the coolest options for the character that would want to use these things. Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be funny if all the reading has to be done by the fighty guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could definitely make use of either the hit points, the feet, or the... I'm not much for the potions, but that would be handy. Mm-hmm. But I'm not greedy. I'll, uh, Why don't we save all these for a, a new character when this one dies? Yeah. <laughs> Power load them with like amazing. Just... I'll make a new character that gets an extra feat, an extra plus one in wisdom, <laughs> uh, extra hit points, can drink potions as a swift action. Ooh, I'll make an alchemist. And uh, yeah. I was thinking monk. I was trying to have. I was trying to figure out a way to describe the um, the a- anime leaping. Do <clears throat> mm. you know what I'm talking about? How people can just leap up into tree limbs and from tree limb to tree limb without like having mm-hmm. to like. Yeah, basically, it is the book of anime leaping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who here needs the wisdom, though? I mean, my problem is that my wisdom is an even number, so it's not going to mean anything for yeah. a while. Same. So that's. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing for me, even though I'm based off wisdom. 
Yeah, but you're a you're a wisdom caster, right? Yeah, yeah. so you would get it first, I that's, think. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You got first dibs. Uh-huh. So let's get that one out of the way. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> next time you hit that level where you get to add to plus one, you know, now you're definitely going to get that bonus. If that helps. Yeah. So mm. you, you, you take the Tome of Understanding. <clears throat> Thanks. You said, <laughs> said morosely. And he doesn't get anything else because he took that one that he wanted. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly the BS. <laughs> like, thanks for shoving down that down my throat. Yeah. Now, here's the thing is that, so, um, I think, and, and don't let me speak for you completely, is that extra feet would be good for either Jeff or Frakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have a feat lined up for my next um, next level. I haven't really considered what feat I would need. Luckily, it's a book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, can, so, I can read it later. So we don't have to divvy that out now. Yeah. We're doing this all in front of the wizard. Like, <laughs> that, that, that guy. He's like, hmm. Well, I'm not much of a combatant myself, and I'm already mm. fairly wise. It says O in the hat. It points mm. to his hat. Which says <laughs> Plus, there's all the spell books sitting on the table. Yeah. There is that. And he has been thumbing through them while you guys were talking about these magic clubs. <laughs> oh, I don't have that one. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not really in the running for any of these. Um, an extra hit points would be nice for any of us, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't use a, a combat feat. Like combat casting or spell penetration, those are combat feats, aren't they? No. no. This book specifically teaches you about martial arts and edged weapons. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I already have combat casting. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll hang on to that until uh, till we have some time for me to read it, and I'll see if there's anything that I can actually learn from this. I mean, I'm pretty fucking amazing as it is combat-wise, so uh, we'll see. Okay. Let me take let me take a pee. I'll be right back. Mm, okay. Okay. Smoke was smoke too. Okay. Mm, we're back. We don't have to do the round robin thing. Zoom's updated. Oh, groovy. Nice. Oh, you just do that out of habit? Is that what that is? Yeah, I mean, every episode has started off with me saying everybody's name, so I want to keep that going. Okay. (laughs) All right. Speaking of keeping that going, um, you guys basically find those magical tomes in the book, and it's going to take at least two days worth of solid reading, which might, you know, if you you break it up with actual sleeping, it will probably take about four days of actual downtime to digest any of any of the particular books so we can figure out splitting the rest of these up later because they're not going to benefit anybody right this second yep uh to the north there are two more uh doors on this hallway yeah i just i just tell the spirit we're going to check these books out here's my library card (laughs) oh you show them your hand yes all right be sure to mark it in the dewey decimal system of course master the the airy voice says um, Pod says, well, it looks like you've got a solid hold on this place. You might have to turn it into a like a bungalow, a getaway. <laughs> An enviable position for any wizard or what exactly are you? He says. 
Me. Yeah. I have known several adventurers like you. I don't know what they did for you either. <laughs> Learn all you need to in this portable hole, and I slowly open it and step right in. <laughs> Certain planner cultures call it a gish lifestyle, but we'll see. Um, lead on. Let's 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 investigate further, shall we? Yeah. Onward and upward. All right. So, like I said, two doors: one to the left and one to the right. A little bit down the hall, about twenty feet. Yeah, Frakes, this is you. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Stop drawing your cartoons. Your mom. Oh wait, did you just move Jeff's fig? I moved my fig. Oh, okay. I, thought, I figured he's going to be in front of the door. Nice. Yeah. I didn't move yet. I'm drawing. Uh, sorry. Cartoons. Uh, 24 to check for traps. All right. You detect no traps on this door, and it is, um, however, it is locked, but the lock is pretty easy as it is barred from this side. Hmm. Which means don't open the door. Is there a window or anything? Nope. Hey, you guys can detect uh, magic through walls and shit, right? No. <laughs> Not five feet of stone. Hmm. And that's what I'm looking at, five feet of stone? Well, the walls, generally, have been at five plus feet of stone. But the door? The door. The door is about six to eight inches of stout, solid oak. Armed with lead. <laughs> <laughs> Does lead repel magical detection? It does, but a thin sheet will do as much as a, a thick stone wall will. So this I is mean, where you could, could we detect? We can't detect through the door. I mean, you could detect magic through the door and see what you find. I mean, but, it technically, the spell says like what sixty feet in in a direction. Does it say anything about? It does. It does about what the things that that obstructed are. Hmm. We'll detect magic and see if I can. Magic, strong local magic emanations. Three feet of wood would block it. Yeah. So yeah, you could probably detect magic going on on the other side of the door. I'll step in front and check. Okay. You detect magic uh, through the door. You detect no um, magical emanations. <sighs> Don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's why Let's we're here, it. right? I will unbar the door. You unbar the door. As he does it, I say, for the record, I think it was a bad idea. <laughs> okay. Well, I do uh, too, but still doing it. You say that when we open every door, even when we open the door to that Arby's off the interstate that nobody was at. <laughs> does it make it less true? It was true then. <laughs> Arby's was terrible. <laughs> every bathroom. I wouldn't open that door. All right. Um... So you don't need that guy anymore. Sorry, I'm going through my encounter notes here. Uh, okay, so you open the door and you see a short hallway leading down and curving back up to the north. <clears throat> short hallway leading back up to the north. All right, so we can either go down this hallway or I can check this other door that's right here. Uh, let's go ahead and do the hallway. All right, <laughs> check the hallway for traps. Jeb is not a uh, a combative person. Are you? <laughs> not with people that I trust. Are you? Okay. Twenty-four. 
Okie dokie. Um, as you check the hallway, you detect no traps here. However, you see that there is a large number of scratches in the stone good of, of this hallway. <laughs> Don't uh, scratches. You see on the ground, you, without too much effort, there are a number of like uh, teeth, long, sharp fangs, not broken or shattered, more like shed. Prepare my weapon. We take okay. two days to read these books first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we might have something ahead of us here. And oh, and you also notice the air in here is pretty chilly. Well, visiting family that you haven't seen in a long time that don't approve of your lifestyle, kind of chilly, uh, or like temperature wise? Like temperature wise, like uh, it's a, it's it's muy frio. Um, I go ahead and cast guidance on myself before I uh, head into the hallway. As you round the corner, Jeb. You see a large room that has um, an area of, um, it looks like a, it slopes downward into a, a place where the water from the, the tunnels has leaked in, perhaps, and kind of created a small lake type thing. However, on the edges of the lakes, and you can see just from the, 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 now the intrusion of the air from the outside hall. The lake is giving off a, a, a mist. The edges of the lakes have a sort of a, a rhyme, a rind, excuse me, of um, white ice. And you can see that there are a little bit of uh, chunks of ice floating into the, in the water. The room itself is, uh, is about uh, 30 by 30. Roughly. Is my elemental strife amulet glowing in any color? It is not. <clears throat> well, it's a room full of water that's really cold. Uh, we could just close this door and go back, unless one of you guys want to look in here with your magic guys and see if there's anything worth stealing. I'll go look. All right. Um, as you step forward. Perception check. And that's a 30. As you step forward, you can see that there are numerous lumps uh, in the water. Large, um, not large, but uh, medium-sized, like, chunks of ice that seem to bob listlessly in the water. However, the ice, this ice seems to be red, and as some of them float around, you can see under the rime of ice uh, terrified faces uh, of men who have been dismembered things floating in the ice here and the the room itself is fairly slippery but most importantly the thing you notice is that there is um a sudden uh disturbance in the water not like a violent one but it looks like the water itself sort of raises a few centimeters and then like lowers a few centimeters as as you make contact with the floor in here is a floor ice uh, As the, in, like, is it like an ice shelf? Uh, it is stone with a sort of a glossy, icy coat on top. I cast shield spell. All right, and then go into the room. Uh, you go into the room. After your foot touches the ice, you hear it crack on the stone. And you can hear that high-pitched whine of ice uh, splintering and giving way. 
and some of it even like gives away at the edge of the water and suddenly um an explosion of cold water erupts in the center of the room so let's do initiative while i describe what we're looking at here shall we Where's my notepad? Jeb's just going to close the door. Zarius has got it. <laughs> 21. 21. Lady outside. 28. Uh, Jeb. 18. And <laughs> Vermont. <laughs> Malric, what is your name? 14. 14. I was right. trying to think of what something Bernie Sanders would say, and then I was like, I don't want to get political on here. Then I realized too much time had passed, and then you got my own name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the creature bursting through the ice. Uh, let me give you, let's try the, the, the book description. Multiple angry snake heads rise from a sleek serpentine body of this terrifying monster. It's, it's all many open mouths are giving off um, the cold, icy breath oh. of someone who is basically standing in a winter's day. <sighs> I'm going to do an initiative order for our monster here. Okay. One for each of its six heads. <laughs> Let's see. What is this initiative? Oh, that's pretty sucky. Okay. So, lady outside, you're out in the hall. You hear some sort of roaring, smashing, crashing, slithering, splashing. What are you doing? Did you say six heads? Eight. Ah, eight. I move up behind Jeb, and that is all I do for now. Zarius. Only use a knowledge check for the creature. Sure. You need uh, Arcana. Uh, 18. All right. Um, 18. That should do it. Uh, what you're looking at is what you at first suspect or not suspect no is a eight-headed cryohydra however mm. you can see from the folded wings on its back it has been intermixed with um black dragon and it is which giving it a more devious and uh deadly mean uh the things you know about cryohydrates of course uh mean to cold vulnerable to fire um it is has uh icy breath weapons uh the head thing or if you cut off heads they grow back unless you just like <laughs> apply fire to the st- fire acid to the stumps but uh you also know this thing is immune to acid because of its black dragon heritage so basically only fire can can alleviate this thing's regeneration Fire can kill the beast. Is uh, it large? It is huge. I need a, I need a pip for it. Now. I got to put one up there for you. All right. Hugeify it for me. Thank you. Uh, yeah, 15 by 15. That'll do us. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So uh, that is your knowledge check. Uh, but that doesn't take much of an action. So what else are you doing? I'm going to actually move. All right. We'll be moving through its threatened square. Is it still flat-footed, though? Oh, yes, it is right. You're right. Good call. You have and beat, you've beat it to the punch in that regard. I guess I can make an attack. All right. Go for it. You're fine. You're uh, I missed. You missed? Well, the 18 hit it. Uh, 18 does not hit it. You're right. You missed. Okay. 
Flat-footed? Uh, flat-footed. Yeah, still misses. Oh. <laughs> Jeb. All right. I guess we're fighting this thing. So Jeb is going to... There's nothing on the other side of that water. water. Um, there's no ledge or anything on the other side of that wall, is there? Uh, no. You're guessing that if this thing is able to get in and out, it probably happens under the water in the room. Okay. Well, then Jeb is going to fly forward, do an attack of opportunity, and then fly over to here. Or, no, it does not trigger an attack of opportunity, but it is flat-footed. 26? 26 will hit. Dope. Ness. It's just the dope best. And... Oh, I'm sorry. You also know these things have fast healing, Jeff. I'm sorry. So that's 5d6 because it is flat-footed. Correct. 20 points of damage. 20 points. Magic Ooh. rapier. Cool. Um, the cryohydra goes. Um, so you see some of its wounds that you just made begin sealing up. <laughs> and its several heads turn in various different directions. Uh, three of them towards you, Jeb, and uh, let's see, several of them towards, let's see, I'm, let me see how many, if there's like a, I don't want to like overcrowd you real quick. Let me make sure there's no like facing penalty for hitting you with multiple heads here. No? Okay. All right, so no. four heads on each. Let's go with the bite heads first. Zarius. The bite heads. Um, I have a tw- 20. Miss? Miss. All right, 21. Miss. 23. Miss. And 28. Miss. Wait, no. 28 hits. Jesus Christ. Well, I got a 28 armor class. Okay. <laughs> All right. Shield spell. Jesus Christ. All right. So, yes, one head, uh, um, after the rest of them bounce off your magical defenses, one head does uh, nine damage to you. Okay. Meanwhile, I need you. Let me see. Okay, Jeb. I need you to make four reflex saves. Okay. Four reflex saves. Are these against cold? Fear or death effects? Cold. Breath weapons. Breath weapons. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. Okay. Okay. 24, 22, 20, okay. 32. 30. All right. You're able to defend against all. Like the, the room is suddenly just blasted with uh, freezing cold air. You have uh, evasion, correct? I am almost positive. All right. Yes. All right. You basically have to flutter and fly around through like multiple streaming blasts. Of, oh, shit. Shit. Of, that's cold. Of, God of, damn. Fuck. Oh, shit. Takes the cold air. However, you come out on the other side virtually unscathed. Valric, it's your go. It's been more than seven minutes since we left that last room or since yeah, we entered I'd that last so. room. Okay. Uh, that I am going to use one of my my lower pearl of power to vanish. All right. And then I'm going to move. Uh, 
I'm going to move there. So that's the standard. Then I move just to where I'm uh, within sight of the beast. And that is that is my round. Okay. But I am invisible. Top of the order, lady outside. Uh-huh. Guess the lady outside. Uh, I can't technically see him. Can I? Can I see him from where I stand? Uh, you can peek your head around the corner and see a massive, eight-headed, slithering, blackish, icy okay. monster. Yeah, pretty easily. So from where I exist, we'll save. All right. Let's see. Uh, oh, I did pretty good on that one. Let me see. Let me double check. <laughs> Okay, 21. Okay, then. So only one round of minus four to your saves. All right. Perfect. Let's see. Uh, any any other actions? Nope. All right. 21, Zarius. Or oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on, hold on. Okay. I might have a... Do I? Hmm. Yeah, might as well. Oh, Let's no. do... Minus four to the saves is great. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not going to not do that. I'm just going to also, I'm just looking at, like, I I felt like I had, maybe that's a different character. Never mind. That's it. That's it for me. I thought I had a wand that I could use, but I don't have no wand. Okay. All right. Okay. Zarius then. Does a 23 hit? A 23 will hit. Does a 20 hit? A 20 will not hit. Okay. This thing has particularly hard scales. 11 points damage. 11 points. It's 11. And its turn comes up. No, Jeb's turn comes up next. Jeb. There's uh, no way that I can hit it from where I'm at. Like, it's it's got reach, but that doesn't mean that I can get to it. Yeah. <laughs> the only way for me to actually get a full attack action would be to move right next to Zarius. Can you not diagonal? Oh, no, you'll be in the water then. But you fly. I'd say you could probably get on the edge squares and still be standing. The edge squares. Like If, if there's both water and like ice or, or stone in the square, then you would be able to stand without But he problem. flies though, right? Yeah. It, um, can I hover? Is that possible? Fly yeah, check. I think, it, I think you have, it's either fly check or you have the hover feet. And that's a move action, though. Can you five foot fly step? <laughs> to hover is a fly maneuver check of DC 15. So either way, I would only be getting one attack around. And if I do, if I do my flyby attack, no. I'll if you hover, to... if you succeed at the check, then you hover for free. Oh, that that's not considered a move action. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you, if you fail, then you have to spend a move to move. But if you succeed, you can hover there and take your full attack. So that wasn't a facetious question. Like it, you, there's no five foot step. Like if you like action, if you're flying. I'd say there is if you're if you have like certain if you have like clumsy maneuverability I'd make you have to make a check for there's that. There's a DC for that too. Moving less than half speed and remain yeah. flying is a DC ten fly check. Yeah. So right, but there's no free action movement as a fly check. But I mean, you can five foot step step and still do a full round action is what I'm saying. So if you could five foot step fly like diagonally, then 
then you're five foot away from him. You just have to make that fly check. Yeah. And then you could still do your whole full round action. Hmm. You will be entering its threatened square, so. And it's it's no longer flat footed, so. It is not. Instead. But the five foot step doesn't provoke, right? Right. Right. But that's. But attacking does? No. Well, he'd be moving out of a threatened square into a threatened square. That's yeah. the thing. I thought <laughs> so. that I thought that five foot step was the whole reason for it not provoking. No, if you five foot right steps, there. he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, right that's there, what. But if I five foot step, I'll be able to get two attacks off. But he's not flanked. So. Yeah, that's that's not what I was talking about. I was just saying like five foot step to get your full attack action. That's, that's what I was curious about. Okay. I gotcha. Um, so what I'm going to do is do a fly by attack to get into flanking. Right. And I just, because, because I moved 10 feet, I guess it doesn't matter because I ended up in flanking, but I still get the, um, the scout's charge, which gives me sneak attack on a charge, but whatever. 24 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Does that provoke? Did you move that far? Yeah, yeah, he totally gets an attack of opportunity mm. on me. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, uh, AT. Nope. I didn't think so. I didn't either. That's why I risked it. Ugh. That is uh, not great. Not bad. 21. 21 to hit is not enough. No, 21 damage. Oh, okay. 21 damage. That's different. That's a whole, that's a horse of a different color. Um, mm-hmm. That's a goblin with wings. Forty. Okay. All right, now the monster goes. Let's see. Oh, it um, has a minus two on attack rolls. And it is bleeding. All right. Well, that instantly heals due to its fast healing. So, um, well, that's disappointing. All right. It turns uh, the previous four heads that were attacking you uh, via breath weapons attempt to nip at you. Okay. Uh, that's two misses, definitely. But let's see. Six, 26 get you. Yes, it does. All right, so two hits. Uh, two heads tear at you for... Man, that sucked. Uh, 12 damage. <laughs> Ugh, sucked for both of us. And Zarius, you also get the same strikes as before. I assume your armor's going to take care of a lot of it, but... Breath weapon him. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Toker. <laughs> it's not a brilliant monster. It's just smarter than average for a Hydra. Uh, let's see. This, this is, uh, you said 26 is your AC? 28. 28 is your AC versus monster. All right. So, yes. Between your, 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 your thick plate and your magical defenses, it doesn't lay a tooth on you. However, it is still uh, recovering... HP at its standard rate. Valric. What says hit die minus five? Its hit die minus five is. 
double check. Actually, you know? I should see if you if you make the save first. So yeah, yeah, let's do that. I um I come from invisibility as a blast of of shadowy grays and and strange purples blast from my fingertips as I cast a third level color spray at it, which is a persistent color spray, which means you have to roll twice and take the worst, and you're at a minus four on your will save. Okay. Because of Mahogany's Lady. Alright, um, so yeah. Uh, the roll twice and take the worst. And I have a minus four. That gives yeah. me a three. Okay, so now I need to know what it's hit die minus five is. Seven. Okay, so because his hit die minus five is still over five, the creature is only stunned for one round. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I will do that, and then uh, uh, use my move action to go back down the hallway <laughs> out of the creature's sight. <laughs> I know, right. it's stunned. He, he failed, so I'll stay. All right. Top of the round, lady outside. The creature is stunned. Don't think my magics will hold him for long. Um. Yeah. So, shit. That's annoying because uh, you're in the way of the thing I wanted to do. So I guess I will just get another will save. What am I blocking you from doing? Lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. It will save? Oh, no, you mean... No. Yeah. I'm in the way of the lightning bolt. Yeah, you'll get right. hit by it. So, am I still at minus four for this one? Yes. Okay, so... Gives me a 18. All right, you have misfortune. Uh, and I laugh at your misfortune. To extend minus four to your saves. Was your, are you done? Mm-hmm. Zarius. Natural 20. Natural yeah. 20. Oh, let me find my... Glad I stunned him for you. <laughs> Fancy pants cards here. Did you have any other attacks? Yeah. Go ahead and roll, roll that for me. And roll with 19, so that's actually another potential crit. Uh, okay, well, roll to confirm while I'm looking things, looking at things here. Okay. Ah! A 17... Uh, so that would be a uh, 32 to confirm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's two crits. Uh, a shield. <laughs> All right. Creature doesn't carry a shield. Uh, okay. So first, your first attack, your first critical, the natural 20 is a flaying attack. Normal damage and 1d6 strength damage. Ooh. Second attack is a parrying strike, double damage, and plus four to your AC for one round, bringing it up to what? 32. 32. <laughs> for the next, for when it wakes up. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, six points of damage on the first attack. Was that regular damage? Regular damage and 1d6 strength damage. Uh, five strength damage. Ah! Nice. Awesome. Then the second attack was double damage correct uh double damage and yeah and your ac bonus all right 18 points of damage 18 points of damage all together yes okay. 18 for the second attack all right what was the first attack damage i don't think you gave it to me uh six points six. really weird weird okay yeah <laughs> all right 
Yeah, it sucked. Where are they though? Hmm. Two fifty. It's Jeb's go. Jeb's go. <clears throat> go I don't It's stunned. So it's yep. stunned, and it's got a fucking strength penalty. <laughs> Find the right dice. We'll just we'll just use my big dice. I can't I can't roll above a six today for some goddamn reason. Oh, does a? I'm pretty sure both of these are gonna miss. Nineteen hit his stunned flanked AC. So twenty. Yeah. One. Oh, okay. Um, and then twelve. No, I didn't hit. Okay, I didn't think so. So one hit. He ain't that pathetic. Yeah. That's not bad. All right, so. God damn it. Um, That's 12 plus 6. 18 points of damage. 18. 18. It's stunned this round, so we move on to... But its healing factor is still in fa- effect, so it's your no go Valric. the bleeding. No. Mm, you didn't kill it, huh? You did not. Hmm. <clears throat> well, now that it's miss, does it still have the minus fours to its... Okay. It does, for the it time does. being. If it does, yeah. Okay, so uh, I'll use a regular color spray, which has basically the same effect because it's been fortunate to try and keep it stunned. Okay. Yeah, fail. Anyway, let's see. <laughs> How many color sprays you got prepped? Jesus. I have two prepped at regular level and two prepped <laughs> in the third level for the persistent spell. God damn you. All right. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, that would be you. Uh, it is your go, lady outside. All right. No, I get stunned. I'm going to move. At this point, I hope it doesn't become unstunned because imagine having to roll 16 dice to do attacks and yeah. finding all the <laughs> lowest ones. <laughs> you don't have to roll for uh, the breath weapons. It's true. <clears throat> Um, uh, gonna need a reflex <laughs> save for, for here this earlier. here <laughs> lightning bolt. All right. <laughs> that silence is her counting her damage dice. I recognize the silence. Silence could have been something I edited out, but you mentioned it. Now I have to leave it in there. This is all weird. <laughs> no, you don't. You could just edit this entire part out. No. So does Matt Sweat do this? Is he silent or is he like mumbling to himself the whole time? Oh, he's a mumbler. Oh, God. He's a mumbler. <laughs> he's a mumbler and he likes to, he likes to put his, his dice right next to the microphone. And... Did you give me your reflex save? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> oh, we're waiting on Terrence. At a minus four, two times. I got it. I got it. I mean, I didn't got it. I failed, but I rolled it. So Okay, well, that's good because it wasn't the best roll. It's only 24 <laughs> damage out of 8d6. 24 out of 8d6. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I failed. Take 24. Okay. Next in line, Zarius. 
And then um, I also will, uh, I move, so I'm going to have to use my blouse to cackle, but <laughs> motherfucker. I just picture this blouse just like poofing up whenever you <laughs> <laughs> The blouse is weird... just like my hype man just blowing yeah. in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> sentence. I moved, so I use my blouse to cackle. <laughs> okay. Is this like this action where you just like vent your shirt? Like oh, yeah. So you in the walk-in after working in a hot kitchen? Just, oh, you see the steam oh, come yeah. out? <laughs> All right, serious, you go. All right. I've got <laughs> a 29 to hit on the first attack. Yeah, that'll do it. And 20 on the second attack. Uh, that will do it as well with the stunning and the whatnots. And I'm helping. Okay. All right. First attack is 13 points of damage. 13. Second attack is 13 points of damage. All right. Well, you um, cause the thing, in addition to be stunned, to collapse. Uh, its heads basically just faint from the loss of blood, and it begins to slide down into the ice. So I announced that I only have one fire spell. I got a torch. Make use of a. Jeff, you know that the creature is definitely dead. It doesn't have true regeneration. That only really applies to its head. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, so we don't have to burn it to turn that off? No, it just has a very powerful uh, fast healing. It's it was fast healing for eight each round. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was treating it like a troll. I was going to use my staff or the burning hands after it fell. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. what I was waiting for, too. Could we have turned it off by using a fire no, spell? Uh, no, no that, that, that literally only applies to the, the head regeneration, like gotcha. the, the actual thing's body. Like, if you can endure the number of attacks a Hydra makes, then you can pretty dispatch it pretty easily by concentrating on the body in general. Mm. And if we have a At least misfortune in witch, we can handle that. <laughs> Hey, I stunned and, and a guy stunned stun 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 yeah. stun quite a bit. Yes, <laughs> we, we stun locked it and made it roll. Gave it the old evil eye. Yeah, evil tassel illusionist, like <laughs> with your <laughs> western fringe. Um, like a rhinestone dark mage. Cut up. <laughs> what was that, Jeff? <laughs> Worth it. What does that, Jeff? Survival check to see if there's anything worth scavenging off the body. Uh, yes. Go ahead and roll for me. Uh, Seventeen. All right. Uh, you know that preserving the heart of a hydra can, in fact, um, basically increase the power of any regenerative magical spell using their blood can maximize healing spells, but you need quite a quantity of it. (laughs) I mean, we got the whole thing, don't we? Yeah, I'm just saying a lot of it's leaking out into the water, so if you're one of the... How how deep is the water? The water here, if you're investigating it, and it's, like I said, pretty chilly. I'll Uh, I'll I'll, I'll actually jump down into the water and look underneath. Uh, you find that there is a another secret pathway back into the waterways that you originally swam out of. 
Oh, so mm. we could have run into that thing. Yeah, you could have run no into treasure it. or anything. Um, yes, there are a number of um, like corpses and piles of like frozen lumps there. More. I'll bring that stuff up to the surface. Uh, okay. Well, he's. Well, while you guys are looking over the things in here, Zarius is down underground with underwater with his adamantine sword and basically hacking loose corpses from the frozen depths. As they bob to the top, he shoves them onto the surface. It's his house, man. He can do what he wants, I guess. <laughs> you know? But now without, now without the aid of the cryohydra, this stuff's going to get real stinky real fast. So, um, mm, That's a good point. It's going to take several hours to investigate all this stuff if you're going to take that time. Or we well, can just come back when it's stalled. <laughs> Or you can come back when it's thawed. And I'll go. grab anything magical. All right, you give a brief magical investigation. You find two magical auras uh, that are easily accessible. You see a couple of very dim ones within some of the larger lumps of ice. But you're not sure you can get them out without damaging them with your adamantine blade. Okay. Um, the two magical auras you are e- easily able to carve out. Sorry. Uh, one of them is a potion on a belt pouch. And the other is a scroll case, which is basically stuck in a satchel hanging off an icy corpse. Like I said, brought it off to the surface. Okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and identify those real quick. All right. Give me alchemy slash uh Spellcraft check. Lady, you're good at that. Uh, Spellcraft is only a 27. 27. The potion. Only. It is only. That's a nine. That's not that great of a roll. Sorry, the scroll is a a scroll of um, lesser restoration. And the potion, who rolled for that one? She will again. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like a vending machine for identification. <laughs> Knowledge vending machine. That's that's even worse. That's a twenty-one. Okay, uh, this one is it's it's tough going at first, but then you realize you've tasted this kind of potion before. This is actually a magical item, um, not a. This is a wondrous item, not a potion. Potion. It is a love potion. Ooh. You feel you feel suddenly very affectionate for your companions, and you shake it off real quick after, after, stoppering the bottle again. <laughs> ah, this I'll goddamn cosmic juice. I'll tuck that away. All right. Keeping. All right. Um, everybody gets um sixteen hit points back. They need them. I do. You kids are amazing, says Pod. It says. Well, there's only one room on this hallway left. Do you folks need a minute or two before we keep going? I could use Hello. another one one more of them shots there, Zarius, if you got any more to wand. I can do a wand this time. That was my actual uh, channel. Things They nipped me. They nipped me pretty good. They nipped me right in the bud. Oh, good. Eight points. I'll take it. That's good enough. And uh, we got one last room. We might as well check that out. Unless anybody else needs to take a break, I'm good to go. 
good to go. All right, give us give us a give us a look. You you saunter out in the hall across the way to the other door and twelve on the die plus eighteen, nineteen, uh twenty, thirty-one. All right. Uh you begin investigating the door and you see that it is not locked, but stuck fast. Or rather, it is locked, but only in the most basic way possible. It has a latch that slides into the wall. Basically the only thing keeping the very crude handle from opening the door. It is not trapped, it is not anything there. However, your, the remnants of your keen goblin senses are, 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 are giving you some sort of like very familiar like twinges. This new body you've been gifted with has been something of a mixed blessing for you. Naturally, you were able to fly. You're able. You're taller than you were. A little stronger. A little smarter. A little smarter, and every even even that. But you've lost your taste for a lot of things that you used to be able to eat without a problem. And you you get sort of a weird flip in your stomach the closer you get to the door. Okay. Um, I don't understand the, the relevance. It's a larder. Uh. So I'm smelling something from it? Yeah. Something that would be what goblins would like to eat? but Something that a goblin wouldn't think twice about eating, but your new body is going, giving kind of like pre-rejection notices about. How can he do the puke sound? I fucked it up, but that's good enough. Yeah, you know. Put you on the spot, I'm sorry. It was better the first time when I was muted, but (laughs) whatever. That's what I say all the time, too. Open this Mm -hmm. door. I can't get the the weight behind it. Wait, it's just a latch, he said, right? Just a latch. Yeah. But it's stuck fast, he said. Yeah, it's just a rusty old latch. Oh, well, then I'll. Pop it open. Give me a easy strength check. You gotta stop hey. drawing when it's your turn to unlock doors. Well, my strength is, is ten, so I didn't expect to be able to do this with a natural nineteen. <laughs> okay, you you give it a, a a brief shake to to knock off the rust and then slide it across. Uh, a, a sprinkling of rust falls down, and the door cracks open. You guys get a weird pungent nauseating salty wet smell begins to permeate the hall and a number of um just enormous black rats scurry out of the crack of the door and between your feet fleeing further into the building color spray it's <laughs> <laughs> a good use of that spell yeah Slide the rats into our bag of holding for our zombies to eat. Mmm. Fresh rat. So, uh, that's it, huh? Just a larder? Well, are you going inside? Yeah. Okay. I'm checking for traps as I slide in there. 16 on the die for 30. A bunch. Alright, make a fortitude save as you go in, just for. 
Seven. Okay, so the, as you see um, Jeb step in, you see him move down the hall in his usually creepy fashion. He stops and begins to get violently ill. Just retching everywhere. I'll proceed on in. Okay, you too. No, I don't. Oh, yeah? No, oh, that's no. right. Is you it? have you have the magic item that freshens your air. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> this room has racks and racks. Of, um, Jeff knows that you have forgotten that. I know. He never reminds you. He just goes, I go in there. No one you're going to say it happens to you too, just so he can say, no, I don't. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you, when you go in there, you see rack after wooden rack of huge red wheels uh, on, on, on these, in this, in this stone room. It's it's damp in here. It's it's cool. It's mm. it's you can smell a little bit of the musk around you. It looks like, and in fact is, a very large and elaborate cheese aging room. However, a lot of the cheeses have been the wax have been nibbled through and it's just started to rot. Mm. You see rats, Blue rat cheese. nests all over the place. Uh, it is just it is it is revolting in here. Like you could just tell from the looks of things how how bad it probably smells any any of the cheese look like it's still in good condition uh you could probably probably source a few wheels that haven't been nibbled on but i'll grab those wheels all right let's see how many you grab let me do a little because if they've been in here since the dragon these things have aged greatly they're probably worth a crap ton of money <laughs> All right. You're able to find seven perfectly preserved, um, very large, like 25 pound cheese wheels in here. <laughs> the wax is the wax is sealed. And they all have they all bear a stamp that is weirdly uh, similar to the one on your hand. Uh, <laughs> it looks like the dragon. Had, it looks like the dragon had a side hustle of making cheese in his case. <laughs> Dragon death cheese. So it's 175 pounds of cheese he's wheeling out of there right now? Yes. <laughs> They're very big fucking wheels. But he's right, though. Uh, you, you can easily estimate the value of these cheese wheels at 500 gold pieces each minimum. And if we find a cheese connoisseur... Um, Jesus. It's... As soon as we get the, as soon as I get Jesus. the wheels of cheese out, we're okay. going to seal the room back up. Thank you, Joker. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, after after coming away with your pungent prize, you uh, have realized you've probably cleared this area. And next week we'll we'll take up the rest. Um, I got to go to bed for work tomorrow. So Somebody you've been goes. listening to Raiders of the Lark, a homebrew detritus production. So get out your dollar bills and holler if you're whole. I mean, uh, <clears throat> that's sorry. That's, <laughs> that's your other job. That's my other job. Uh, if you would like to find more of the stuff we do, find us on homebrewdetritus.com. Support us on Patreon or Steam Labs or buy merch off Redbubble. We've got like t-shirts and shit. Uh, we got yeah. side hustles too. We got lots of side hustles. Yeah, Bring hell, us even, on uh, your whatever listening platform. Give us five stars. It helps us out a ton. We'd love it. Thank you. Also, holler if you're horny anyway. You know, it helps to get that out. That's how birds do it. Yeah. Is that, is that, what, they're, is that what they're doing? Ew. Yeah. 
Yeah, Christ. every animal noise you hear is an animal saying, I want to fuck! That's terrible. Good night. Shit missed. <laughs> I just wanted to say shit, Mr. Again, I'm sorry. Did everybody say bye? Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.